Alright everybody, welcome to episode 24 of the Roundup. Look at that in his lovely Castore jumper. That's not a sponsor, that's just a tap he likes to wear. Mate, <laughs> coming for you, you got a green, green t-shirt one because you has been up that point. It's sneaky. Um, yeah, well, this is, we're just talking before we come on there, this is a weekend of absolute banging goals. Some of the goals are tremendous. Pumpers, mate, I've seen a few on the highlights today. I've been away for the, the weekend with the family, so I try to catch up a wee bit there for a wee hour of that. So, some builders, mate, and I'm sure we'll touch on them. Definitely. Let's get in. It will start for Tuesday and Wednesday's games in the Premier League. Claybank 2, Blantyre 1, Talbot 0, Coburnley 0, Cumberland 5, Hurlford 2, Meda 1, Benz 0, Coburn 1, Rob Roy 1. And only yesterday or Saturday's games, Talbot 2, Meda 1, Beath 1, Cowan 0, Benz 0, Hurlford 3, Bonneton 4, Glenafton 3, Claybank 2, Rossville 1, Cumnock 6, Glencairn 2, Darville 2, Pollock 1, Coburnley 2, Cumbernauld 0, Largs 1, Troon 2. Few, um, few big games, none bigger, I suppose, than Darville and Pollock. But before we start that, mate, I think a wee special mention goes to Bonneton. Um, 4-3 win against Glenafton no an easy team to beat uh, for, particularly for a team who that was only their third one of the season so well done to Bonnet and great result yeah. proud of you proud of you for a change mate acknowledging acknowledging the other teams mate like that mate if you totally agree mate totally agree Bonnington superb mate superb they've kept plodding away um, they've, no, they've been quite tight their games of late so well done to them because and after they're in a fight to stay in, stay in the league. So for Bonington, that sounds like a, a right ding-dong of a game. And Bonington have come out and tap. So it does show why the players are... Tommy alluded to it a week or two ago, saying maybe playing with a wee bit of freedom in that. And it's a great result for them. Definitely. Um, nobody will see any highlights yet, I reckon. But scoring four against Glenafton, it's a cracking result. Nick. I'm pleased for them because it's been a really... A long way... With Blantyre, it's been a really, really tough season for the two, and they've been quite a bit away for everybody else, so it's a cracking result. Um, moving on to the big one of the day, Darvel 2, Paul 1. Three penalties and three red cards. Darvel getting two centre-half, later on Paul getting one centre-half. That was um, just, I only saw Paul that only put up the goals in the penalty instance. Um, listening to Mick, he said that uh, Darvel were a better team first half than Paul kind of took a bit of control and then Darvo took a wee bit took control back 10 minutes to go um, it was a interesting 97th minute goal I'm completely gone blank on who scored it Ferguson scored the yeah okay aye. he scored taking penalty after Jordan Longmuir saved his second penalty of the day but he got the rebound put it in he's a machine at saving the penalty job as well very good see why that was probably gone Martin, that would have took a point. I'd imagine he would have been happy with a point, but it's a big, massive goal for Darvo because uh, everybody knows that they've not had much luck with getting games on of late due to the weather and stuff. And I think they've, I think they've took a wee bit of criticism. I've seen it on, on social media, and I think it's a wee bit unjust because the weather has been horrendous for about a month now. Um, but you mean you talking about Darvo? Aye. Yeah, what I'd say I've been a bit I'm not going to slag anybody for having games after this time of year particularly the weather for the last month has been horrendous 
What gets me with the Davo one is, though, the pitch looked quite poor yesterday, even though it was flat, they'd obviously done well to know it. It's the fact that they got it, re- they got it relayed. Now, I don't know, does it take a season for it to, a year or whatever, to properly bed no. in? Because it, it's, no, it's not great that the fact they're getting so many games off at home. I think, I think, I think I've seen that Mick was saying something like, there's been problems with it when it's been done and they're going to even look to redate it again next season. Uh, I don't know what's problems with the drainage or that, but the big thing is, oh, is that everybody needs to remember, the players in the management in the, the club do not want these games off. I don't think they want to be sitting in a position where they're going to be playing Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. So I think that although I... They want to get, of course, they, they make their club want their games on, so it's not, it's not them trying to pull fly ones. They want, make these players want to play games of football and they want to start catching up because they're a long way away when it comes to games. Obviously, they've got the games in Horn, but it's going to be tough for them to put the runs together, do you know what I mean? Because it's going to be very demanding for the players, but they've started off with a great result on Saturday. I mean, that's a top result. Um, Talbot winning as well. It just, I'm hoping though, I'm hoping Paul can hang in there at the end because I think they've had a, a brilliant season and I know what Martin that's like as well. They'll they'll keep plodding on. I don't think I don't think you can really discount them the new with the amount of games to go as well. So it's a massive three points for Devil. I think we've said we said for before the season started that we fancied the Talbot win the league and we never went away for that. I think Pollock losing to Talbot and then losing to Darvel back to back in the league has really gave them a massive <coughs> excuse me, gave them a massive uphill struggle. Whereas they were what a couple of weeks ago they were something like seven points clear at Talbot mm-hmm. League, even though Talbot had games in hand. Now it's one point the Talbot with three games in hand. I can't even see the Talbot taking over. But looking at that, um if Darvel win their games in hand, I think they go point behind the Talbot for Talbot when their games in hand as well so I think it's going to be an issue like you said about the three games a week which could kill Darvel I wrote them off months ago and then they've definitely shown how they've got a bit more about them than I thought they did because their run they've been on is incredible I actually saw if you give a wee second I took a picture of um, on um, Trun's Instagram did you see it? No, I mean, with the last um, six games, it gave you the league table for the last six games. Mm-hmm. And um, Darvel, obviously, they've won all six on the bounce. Pollock have lost their last two. Uh, Troon are sitting second with 15 at the last 18 points. But the one that gets me, and we're going to come on to the new, um, Colburnley. Colburnley haven't lost in any of the last six games. I mean, four draws, which we spoke about previously, that kills them. Yeah. That was a good win for them. I know Cumberland been in a bad run of form now, but that was another big win for them. And uh, yeah. that's a, a great job that Tommy and Sean and Owen have done, where it's six games they've no lost. I mean, that's, that's impressive after a, a poor start to the season. I think I've said it. I think that they've maybe just been in in a very difficult situation and they've been trying to claw back points and in any normal circumstances some of the draws are brilliant results but it was just the way that, that where they found themselves that draws haven't been draws maybe only good enough for their points tally but if you look at the last four games they've kept four clean sheets they've played against good teams Harrowford, Beave, Talbot and even Cumberland Bank so 
Cumberland all they're scrapping for their life as well. And they've won the game, kept an acting cheek. So they have done they have done really, really well down there. And, and as we've said, they're getting they're getting a turn at the players and they're not getting up the ghost, I tell you that, they're not getting up the ghost, but Cumberland, I think uh, Kind of struggling a wee bit now that just as uh, the time of the season. I think they, they need a they need a big result and it'll just pick them up. Do you know what I mean? I think because that was one that they maybe looked at and say we need to try try and get something out of it. So it's not leaving them much margin for error either as well. No, I mean they've got six games in hand on Coburn and they're only five points behind. But yeah, at this stage you know where they've only picked up five points in the last six games and they're they're it's made it difficult for them. I think Cumberland will go down. I still think Coburn will go down, despite the fact that they've had this cracking run. And they've only, you're talking about the four clean sheets, they've only conceded two goals in six games. That's the reason why they're, they're picking up their points. It's made yeah, it. they've, shut, they've shut the show up at the back and, and, and it just shows you on it when you, they've started for the base in the, in the back line and, and it, gets, it gets results. It does indeed. I don't see something in the Lowland League, but now that where the results at the weekend it might only be six teams going down now. Is that right? I thought I seen something somewhere. I might, I might, I might, I might have been drunk, mate. I don't know because I've had a few spallies here before. But I've not seen that. But it's not something. If anybody knows of that, then give us a wee shout and let us know. Yes, let us know. At the moment, the bottom six are uh, Bottom Blanter, Bonneton, Rossville, Cumbernauld, Glenafton, and Colburnie. Um, Coburn are a point off uh, Largs but Largs have five games in hand which it might be too much for on Largs losing 2-1 to Troon Troon absolutely flying the new. that's five out of six of one in the league they're having some run of form now. absolutely brilliant because Lars have shown it they've got results and they can score goals in that as well and every every point or three points is, would be so valuable to Largs but Troon are just Turner just had a great level of form now, but the only thing they're only getting the lost is to Talbot, and that was last week. So they're putting real consistent performances together. Confidence is high, the boys are all buying into it. And tell you what, it's a good way to finish the season, even if you finish the season in a high. It's always nice getting into the next season and coming back in for pre season and stuff with a good league finish and then try to see even adding players and that when you finish a wee bit higher on that as well. It's, it's always good. So Trun will keep working away at it and keep trying to see. And as, as I said weeks ago, they're, they're looking up the way. They're not yeah, really. in any danger. I think it, you know what it's like you're saying, I know. It's good for Dean and his backroom staff. It's easy to keep players seeing you go, well, look, lads, we've won five out of the last six or we've won eight out of the last kind of 12 games that we've played in the league. Like, we're a good nah. we we'll keep it together. You know what I mean? It's easy to convince boys to stay for next season. I think um, that they, they always know that they've, they've, got, they've had good players and they've got they've got a good side there. So I don't think that in house they've always they've always probably believed in themselves anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, big result for me. Last minute goal by Josh Fowler. Um, Bees beating Cowan one 0 Cowan have been a bit of a funny team for me this season. They had that good strong start. They had a poor middle patch and then a few weeks back, maybe the last kind of couple of months, they started to really motor again. And now they've no one in in the last three in the league. It's a sore one to lose one now, um, such such a late goal, but they're kinda they've had a wee dip in form again and a bit hit and miss for a, a side to you do expect to be up there challenging. I think 
I could say, and, and, and I, I still I still really believe that they're going to finish in the top five. And and I think when it comes to maybe resources and stuff like that, I don't know, I might be speaking at a turn, but I think the teams above them have maybe just got that wee bit more. But I th- I've seen if they've lost quite a few players in and out the season. Um, just obviously lost with Carlo Monte coming up and that as well. And, Throughout the season, they've lost a few players. I think Davy Anderson went to Colburnie and then they've lost ones to the Lowland League and that as well. So I think Strain he's had to, it's been tough because he's had to deal with losing losing players throughout the season and probably he's better players at that. And he's had lots of injuries as well because we've seen his interviews, he's had lots of issues with boys getting injuries and long term injuries. So I think that they've not quite had the rubbery green. But at the same time, they want to finish in that top five. Um, and I think they will do it. I, it's, uh, it's just one of the things, isn't it? It's, but it's a great result for Beave. I think that Butch has got the go boys playing really well. I think same with them as well, quite solid of late. They've not conceded many goals. But it's, I think they've kept a three clean sheets in a row, maybe, because they kept one against Rosville. I don't know results previous to that, but... Right, uh, they lost the week before um, the Rossville game. I'm going blank on who they lost to. I think it was it. Um, well, you're saying that see if Beath can win their four games and we're talking about co-winning there. Beath can win their four games in hand against co-winning. They go joint um, on points with co-winning, mm-hmm. so they're right up there. But again, it's easier said than done. I think Huddersfield won their games in hand as well on co-winning. They go into the same points. I, I think I've got enough to probably. I think, I, I think for me, Beaver, I think Beaver and Butch is doing a brilliant job. It's, it's a big club, but it's his first manager's job. He knows the level absolutely inside out. And you can see that the way he's setting his team up. It's a good mix of youth and experience, as I've said. And they're on a good bit of form now. So they're doing very well. You know what I mean? What's mentioned, Carlo Monte there? Moving on to his side, Cumnock. Two great results, 11 goals in the last two games. Safe now, mate. 100%, mate. 100%. That's them sitting 40 points. They are, if seven go down, they're currently eight points ahead, a large or seventh bottom. I think they're safe. And that's them, um, two great results for them. We spoke about it before we came on. Andy McLaughlin has two goals this weekend. Wow. The, the first one's. The first one with the left, the old left swinger, mate, it's a beauty, isn't it? It's a, on the volley, keepers get no chance, straight out of the tap in the top corner. I thought his free kick was so well struck as well. Just hurled it right round the wall in the top corner, it was a great effort. Because it looked as if, like, he judged the wind well, isn't it? Because it looked as if he started it right far outside the post and it's just, he's, the work he's got on it's going right in the top corner. The, two brilliant goals and... and they're, they're firing all cylinders the last couple of games and credit to Gintz but I always thought that it was a matter of time they had a wee shaky wee shaky spell but like I always said he's starting to get the players in that he wants he's starting to know the players that he can maybe trust and rely on that are at the club and stuff and he's getting a tune out of them he's obviously finding an affirmation in the personnel that's worked the last couple of games and they might kick on now mate they might kick on because they've had a couple of right good results, so well done to them, but aye, McLaughlin's goals absolutely. If they mentioned Hurlford having two right sore ones in a row, I think it's 10 goals lost in two games. 
Um, good strong win 3-0 away at the Benz I watched the uh, the goals to it earlier seeing the goals on army the Benz looked a wee bit suspect coming down the left hand side um, two crosses into the box I can't remember the first one two crosses into the box and they're not dealt with them properly good result for them to score to go and Aye. score three goals and keep a clean sheet it's what they needed after the last couple of weeks so get them back on track the Benz just need to be wary don't they man they don't want to start Maybe they can't slope. They can't. They have to. They have to just pick a wee result or two, one or two results up. Do you know what I mean? To try and get the finishing line. I think you're right. I think with the Benz, another six or seven points is probably going to be enough to to keep them up. Um, but that's two weeks without a goal, so that's something they'll be hoping to rectify after having a good wee run before that. Finally, yeah. in the Premier League, Clybank won their fourth game in a bounce, beating Rossdale two one. Uh, Archie Boy McPherson to the rescue two weeks in a row or two two games in a row with uh, late winners. Um, Tilly Gallagher's break it. I haven't seen that. Good. I seen me Brad Rodden. Anyway, Brad's, Brad's is cheeky. Cheeky, but he's cheeky boy, mate. He's a cheeky boy. Look, I watched the highlights obviously, and uh, the Clyde Bank commentators are like, I thought that hit the side netting. And you're like, how's he scored to that angle? Keeper's yeah. been caught unaware. Um, and I'm not going to blame him because I don't think you expect it. It was a great free kick to Brad. Um, and then Archie takes his goal really where the played on a tap. Defenders kind of press him. He just nicks it out of seed and puts it in a goal. It was um, well done. But as come, eh, sorry, Clay Banks starting to, to find a wee bit of form. But it looks like for me, Rossdale, too late. They're going to get relegated. But the last couple of performances have, have been better. And obviously, Jamie's starting to to find his way and the boys are maybe starting to respond to it now they've just been unfortunate 100% agree mate don't think there's much to add I think Clyde Banner put a couple of wins together and a cup win as well on the bounce and it's kind of got him back in track I wouldn't probably say that they're firing in all cylinders like they were at the start of the season but the most important thing is they're winning and seeing you've got players like Archie and that experience being there the being near the piece knows what it's all about, man. Popping up with vital goals, he's done that his full his yeah. full career, mate. Popping up with goals at vital time, so nah, they've done they've done well, mate. Have indeed. We'll move on to conference A. Only the two games, um, Irvine Vicks nil, Arthurley two, Mabel one, Whitlitz one, Arthurley um twentieth one, uh, twenty one games, four points clear with a game in hand. They're they're getting really close to to finishing the job. Gary Smith penalty and. Jordan Layden with an absolute screamer. The boys dropped him maybe about 25, 30 yards out. Left foot, absolutely knee back lift, bang top corner. It's It was, it, it gives Andy McLaughlin to run for its money. Well, it just shows you what getting a PG team back, man of the match does. <laughs> Obviously, his confidence is high. <laughs> I mean, Jordan, boys, confidence is high in that. No, I mean, if you want to get him in the show, you know, it'll be Tam He's not going to get a look in, mate, anyway. <laughs> Right. I seen Gar- I seen Gary's penalty and all it's just dispatched well into the roof of the net. But what else can you say about them, mate? Yeah. It was uh, probably not a pretty one again with the conditions, windy and stuff like that. But they've been doing, kept an clean sheet, won the game. Shots haven't been playing. They've extended the lead at the top. Keys on that wee bit, Mary Cushion. Job done. Another one, one superb athlete. Uh, I thought um, just to mention on Urban Vicks. Arthurley for me in the highlights had the better chances and Irvin Vick's highlights are always pretty extensive and the, the guys do a great job I think they're arguably the best highlights behind Clyde Banks 
Um, but I think that Irvin Vicks, that was only their second defeat in the last five. They look like they're improving a wee bit, and it's good to see that, because I know the conditions of that are impact on it. Arthur is a top side, and the fact that they were able to go and keep it close is, is a wee credit to them. See when, see when teams are struggling and a new management team comes in, results don't change overnight because you, you need to work hard behind the scenes to get new players in, the personnel you want. You need to try and persuade players to come and sell them your vision because boys can go into social media and see that the team's not doing that well. So it's a hard sell sometimes. Being there before the Ashfield, sometimes it's hard to sell it to players. But what you need to do is the things don't happen overnight. So Dougie's just plodding away at it and next season Elvin Vicks will be a much tastier outfit next season Actually I've said it before I don't know why Elvin Vicks and Sogwoods are two teams that I want to go in and watch I don't. I just like them I honestly don't even know why I like them but I've got a soft spot for them I like it 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 Two teams who are kind of much a much getting a draw. Probably I can imagine the conditions being tough in there because I played there in July and the conditions are tough. Um, but uh, that's kind of two decent sides, one each. Not much you can say about it, I don't think. No, and, and as I said, that probably they are they probably not they, they, there won't be much that they'll want to change in those battles or doing well, but the, the best thing in the real days, they'll want to keep their best players and then add to it with the players and the contacts that they've got in the game. So, nah, it's a steady start, mate. You go in, you take a point, you move on. They've probably you know, they've probably just had a couple of training sessions with the boys and then the game. So, now we could train and start to put their ideas in place. You need a few weeks to start putting things in place when you get the job in it. Definitely, definitely. But it's a season, they know I think they're going to be They'll finish for, didn't they? They're going to finish for. It'll be in that, um, that championship or first division, whatever it'll be. Nah, which will be a very good league. Pretty much, it's pretty much nothing until the end of the season for them. Um, yeah. Moving to Conference B, Glasgow United 2, Kings 1, Yellow 1, Canvas Lang 5, Port Glasgow 2, St. Carrots 2, Royal Albert 1, Dorai 1, Canvas Lang, uh, 5 points clear, 2 games in hand, league's finished, 5 1 1. I saw. Um, Scotty Williamson scored a couple of goals after scoring for Queen's Park during the week there. Brilliant. Oh, you've seen his goal, mate. I've not seen it. I've not seen, seen it, that. mate. Play at Pollock, so they were boil, boil the tap. He, he does well, mate. He's rapid, isn't he, Scotty? And he does well. He gets in behind the cell, like centre-halves, and goalie comes out and he just lobs it out of the tap of the goalie, mate. It's a nice finish. He looks sharp as, sharp as anything. And he'll get the benefit, uh, can be, for the end of the end of the season, because he's... he's Probably I'm training full time with him now. I think they're, 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 I think He's gone, I don't remember a player getting 50 goals in one season at juniors. Aye. I can Aye. never remember, it's incredible. I certainly conceded 50 goals in this season, that's for sure. No, but for them, mate, they're, they're doing superbly well and deserve a tremendous amount of credit. The, 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 the levels of consistency they're showing on the park has been unbelievable and they'll be worthy, worthy winners of the, of the league because... 
Disney Lager have been the best team, man. Look at the look at the other stats. They're probably the best defensively. They've probably scored the most goals. They've won the most amount of games. They've only lost two games, you know what I mean? So they deserve it, mate. Mate, you're saying their stats, right? They've scored 91 goals in 21, uh, 22 games in the of 14. They have scored less than half the goals that St. Cadillacs have conceded and St. Cadillacs have the second best defensive record in the league. I mean, mate, so it's no, it's no, this isn't a, it's no a fluke, you know what I mean? And, yeah. They've got five, five players with double figures as well. So Aye. Paul, Paul, Billy and Keegs and that have worked, probably worked the boys hard and the boys deserve it, mate, at the end of the day. They're, they're turning up week in, week out and winning the games and I know, I know myself how tough some of the teams and games in this conference can be and they are, they're not going wins it. Relentlessly, and they fully deserve it. I they've won the league, mate, in my opinion. I just know mathematically and house they're not going to say that, but for me, it's just a matter of time when it's wrapped up. I agree with you, mate. Um, they've got six games left, they win their two games in hand, that takes them 11 clear. It's nearly there, mate. I mean, that's the only three wins, if my math's right, the only three wins to win the league. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Glasgow United against New Mains. New Mains look like they have had a, a rocket up their ass because losing 3-1 to them through, pushing them close and then playing uh, Glasgow United, who you know yourself, when they're on it, they can be a good side. Mm-hmm. 2-1 away from home, it's a decent result. And I know a wee mention for, for one of your daft goalie pals, that was a great penalty save, wasn't yeah. it? That was unbelievable, mate. See if, see if somebody's doing that in the senior game. They're all other place, mate. They're talking about it on the telly. They're showing clips of it all the time. So, because he's a West of Scotland junior, all junior goalie, maybe doesn't get that same exposure. But she get it here, Cammy, mate. He, he's a, he's from up north, mate. He's a mad farmer, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's a sparky, mate. But we used to call him a farmer, mate. He's social keepers, <laughs> not that. Nice, 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 nice boy, mate. Very nice boy and. Um, very good goalkeeper and all, but uh, tremendous save. I, I think Davey and that are getting a tune out of the boys are obviously a lot more competitive. He'll, he'll not be happy that they've still lost these first two games, but what it has shown is he's maybe went in and got them that wee bit more organised and he's maybe, I don't know, he's maybe added a player here or there, but uh, as I said last week, it's very important for him because he'll want to finish his season as positive as possible so he can keep his better players and then it will be better for him to add players but I, I, I believe he'll do a good job there because I know Davey as well and I think he's a good guy he's very switched on mate so but it was a good result for Glasgow United so because climbing up the table yeah and the wee pack I they've pushed herself up um, the poet drawn with St. Cadillac support are a funny side that um, they don't surprise you if they go and beat somebody or get points after somebody that's good but then on the flip side they'll go and get leathered a week later they're a funny side the port um, Doyle's uh, probably not going to be overly happy with that but you know what it's like in the report it's always going to be physical and they're going to be in your faces so hmm. well done to my old team because that's a cracking result for them yesterday it's a great result for Port and I think they've only got one game left now so it just shows you in it man right. not, even, not even hit marks yet and they're one game one game to go but uh, I'm still a wee bit surprised I, I, I thought St Caddox might have done and won the game I think basically because I what you're saying in the port they get in your face that, but don't get me wrong they try and get the ball down at times and play 
But I thought that that surface down there would have suited the St. Caddox boys to even get the ball down and play a big part on the Astro and that. But listen, take nothing away from Port. That's a brilliant result for them. And I think Doyle, I think Doyle will still be finding his feet within the club and stuff. And I think that you judge him more next season. He want to finish definitely top three. And I think they will do that anyway for St. Caddox. So... No, it's a but it's a good result for the port, isn't it? Final game in um, Conference B. Second, uh, third bottom and bottom, Royal Albert and Dorai, one each. It's another one that, for me, every time these teams do a vote for each other, like even when um, it's been like Shawcoats and Urban Vicks, it's always close. Which means for me that their division, that bottom division, is going to be nice and tight next year. It's just for both teams to, to get themselves a point. One that both of them would have liked to have won, I'd imagine, and looked to have won. But it's, um, I think it, I think it was a goal that scored, mate. Was it? Ah, you mean that's what I'm trying to look at the new. Um, I'm sure it said something about the goal it scored. I mean, they scored directly for the goalie's kick or something. I can't even. Where is it, man? Uh, we'll have, have a wee look and we'll come back to it. I'm going to move on. No, I'll keep going, mate. I can't find it. I, I might be wrong, but I'm sure they go late something to do with an equaliser in that game. Probably, man. Um, the one we've spoken about plenty of times, the most exciting league conference, even though the, the Premier League probably going to get a run for its money. Aldrossen now, Kusaith 1, Peters have 1, Nielsen now, Ants now, East Kilbride now. The Rock 4, Persia 2, Dillon leading 3, Larkville 0, Wishaw 1, the drum 1. Big game of the weekend. For me, it's Pierce Hill winning against Nielsen is incredible for them. That is such a big win. 25 wins in a row now, I think they're at something stupid like that. Um, Nielsen got a man sent off at nothing each with about 20 odd minutes to go. Oh, it was 20 minutes in, I think, was it not? 20 minutes in. I, knew, I thought it was 20 minutes to go, but it was 20 minutes in. Um, Peter Hill getting a late, kind of a late-ish goal with, with Cal scoring. That is massive for them. Because um, I think if Nielsen had won that, Nielsen possibly put himself in the, the picture to be the favourites to win the league. Just. Mm. But then, now you're looking like a Nielsen out yet. Yeah. And Peter's Hill are going to go and win it. It's it's a hard one to call. It's that tight, mate. It's a flip, but what 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 a result for Peter's Hill. I think, mate. I think Paul Cander, mate. I think he's doing the business for them this year, mate. This season, mate. Cal's nearly forty or something, man. He's up. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. But it's like, oh, we'll have all the people like, um, boy Sweeney. The boy Doherty getting the goals, getting the goals and getting the assists. And, but the likes of probably Beyonce Day and the likes of Paul Callender and that as well, mate. They're kind of going as unsung heroes and that because even big, uh, big seven and a half. Why is Ross? Big Ross, sorry. Big Ross McCabe. Aye, sorry. Had a wee, wee moment there. Aye, Big Ross McCabe. He's popped up the last minute winners and had a bit of praise and that. So, the guys in there and I, his experience will be massive in there, mate. So I think he seen he got man in the match at the weekend, uh, joint with we Anthony. So we obviously put in a top performance, but brilliant result for them. What it does for their their confidence and theirs booming and 
they'll be buzzing and they'll, they'll just be wanting the, the next game as soon as possible. But I think Peter's Hall is ever going to be hard to, hard to beat now, isn't he? Yeah, I spoke to somebody five, six weeks ago and I was like, Peter's Hill won't continue this long. They will lose points. There's no way they're going to keep going. <laughs> it's hard to see where they're going to stop now because I'm sure that's him played the drum twice. I'm sure that's him played Nielsen twice. You're like, who's going to stop them now? That, mm-hmm. for me, yesterday was the one that he thought, particularly with form Nielsen were in, you're like, this is going to be the one if they're going to lose it. It's this. But yeah, it's hard to see Byron now. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, if they, they draw or lose their next game, then they're tied in points or behind drum chapel, you know what I mean? So it's no they're a point behind no. a game in hand. I think I think it would be would be so stupid to us to really, really to say it's Peter's Holy because I wouldn't even discount Nielsen now because no, their form their form up until Saturday has been brilliant. They've always, they've always had to play a big chunk of the game with ten men. They've lost the game, which will be disappointing to them, but they're not going to give up. They're not going to give up in their title challenge. But Peters Hill will look relentless. They look so solid at the back, keeping clean sheets. But with the drum one in the north, you know what I mean? The drum one. The well, drum it's a 2 one, one against Wishaw, who before yesterday had won four in the bounds. That's the first game done he's lost, I think. I think that's the first game he's lost. That's a good result for the drum to win that game. Definitely. It's a massive one. Away as well, because you know what Beltane's like? It's yeah. The surface is a difficult place to go. It's it's always quite hard going there. Um, mm-hmm. So Ope will be absolutely delighted with that win. Keeps them a point clear. Like I said, Peterson and Nielsen have got a game in hand. Peterson a point behind. Nielsen six behind, so potentially could go three behind. You're right, mate. It would be stupid as to say who's going to win it because it's so tight. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the Rock, move on to the Rock, 4-2 against Pershing. They were two up after seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Back, the Rock got a man sent off and then managed to see it through and win 4-2. Good result for the Rock. Do you see, do you, do you see Dawes Cross? No, I've not seen that. Nah, he's goal, mate. He's featured. Oh, I don't know what he's He's playing, you know, the dancing or that. He's getting it all that, mate. <laughs> he's some boy, mate. He's some boy, honestly. But no, it's a good result for the candy. As you say, being 2 0 up, I mean, I don't know if it gets ended up to each, but. No, um, went, I'm sure it went to each pretty quick. And then 4 2, mate. Very good result. The, the games are always tasty aye. with a shy on the rock, mate. It's always a. Uh, the local derby feel it and that so it's a, it's a very good result I think there's no danger that the Rock are going to be that fourth team and they'll be in that they'll be in that championship next season which yeah. will be a tremendous tremendous league man see the the good the good games the big games tough good away days and all that they, they, their fans will love it because their fans are absolutely tremendous in there oh, it's, a, it's a club we need to go and see a game to be honest I mean oh, big time a celebrity down there but it's it's a, it's a club we need to go down. We just know the chance, to be honest. Yeah. And strong that each way, East Kilbride. It's a, it's a kind of nothing. No team's really gone anywhere at the two of them. Um, I think the Ants have had a really, really great second half of the season. So well done to them. East Kilbride, a really young side day. So it's been hard for them this year. It's been a bit hit and miss. But um, we're a team that young who have been doing pretty well. I'd mm-hmm. say that I'm going to shout out uh, having a good year next year. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the Villa leaving, who have 
two, I think two of the last four have managed to pick up points. They're starting to get a wee bit of momentum. It was a good one against Lark Hall, who Lark Hall can be quite a tricky team. Uh, yeah, yeah, good result, good result. Like we are leaving any team we've been doing there, they've always been brilliant hospitality and that, and we've been doing there this year in the Cup, so no, a good result for them. Definitely. Um, I'll draw us in losing one up. Kusaith have um, been a funny season for them. Uh, I'll draw us in look to be picking up under Gav Friels. Um, they're doing a lot better than now. Starting a lot of defeat, but they look they're not really having the the defeats. They'll be they'll be a force next. They'll be they'll be a they'll be a good side next year. They'll probably be looking to win the league next year. Stephen Gavin, I can get right in about pre-season and doing their business and stuff. They'll be they'll be a right good right good side. I think. I think it's his assistant. Uh, I think it might be I. I. Very tuned to him, not meaning in the, the, the players that they know and the contacts that they've got in the game as well. Um, but I think that who was it you were talking about? Uh, 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 I. Kosei, sorry, I think they're going through a wee bit of a transition period. I think I think they went younger with younger management and looking to maybe try to tap into the younger local market, maybe younger players and that. So. I think it's a tough one for them. I just think that they're going to with the transition period. I wonder if um, they'll go and try and take some of the young players off a Kulsaif Athletic Division 4. Hopefully no, mate, because you, you you want to see Kulsaif Athletic, the players sitting there and then try to hang it, but I'm saying it's the local, the local team and Kulsaif Rangers are playing a higher level and playing a higher leagues in them, so... It really surprised me if they did try and get a couple of them. I know, because there are some good players in that team. Finally on Division 4, Hartfield 2, Coastside 2, St Peter's 5, Campbelltown 0. Coastside obviously lost the league last week by losing to Fenart. Um, Fenart the manager's moving on. He's retiring. Davey, I think. You could be really proud of that. It's a, Fenart were a good amateur team, brought in a wee bit more experience. Brian Blair, who's been about, knows the score. To push them right to the second last game of the season, we're a 21 team, even though we're a good 21 team, a group of young boys, they're really, really well done to him. Yeah, wish him all the best in his retirement yeah. if he's moving on more, and it'll be, be interesting. It'll be a good gig for whoever probably gets it. We've got a young team, and it's a team that they can work with and progress. But no, it's a, so wish him all the best. Yep, definitely. Um, Hart Hill, they've had. For me, a terrible season. Um, they've been an established junior team. Granted, they've had a hard few years. They've not been a great side at all in the last 10, 15 years. Really poor season in a division that I thought they'd have done better in. Um, but it's nearly finished now. So, Peter's five million is Campbelltown. Watch the highlights. Um, really well done. I'm going to give you a mention um, for his. He's uh, well his Bugs bobble on his wrist the whole game because he loves her so much. Oh, honestly, was that? I didn't. I didn't oh, see man. that. Aye, his and his girlfriend bobble on his wrist. You know what I mean? Because he's so in love. So oh, um, stick up. I take it. I take a match for off the boy for that. <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> sure I'd take it back after me after the picture. Um, yes, yeah, but he, he's, you've no spoke much about the wee man. Has he been quiet? I've not. I've not been doing for so long. It's like. I'm, not, I'm right out of the way with St Peter's. I hardly know what's going on anymore, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm the most useless committee man ever. Um, but it's a good one for, for St Peter's. The third, three games of the last four they've won. The club's going to, I'd say, 
it's been a pretty good first season. If they win their games in hand, uh, the last four games, then they're only two points off both sides. So I think it's been a pretty solid season. Solid, mate. You're right. Solid, mate. Solid season, mate. It's a week for Campbelltown. Um, well done to Campbelltown this year as well. Because uh, they've been throwing teams together way. But I think they're basically going into the crash and doing Campbelltown and taking away and so and getting them to come and play at times. You know what I mean? So they've done really well for... Aye. But, aye, not much to say. I think on Division 4, it's league's finished. For that, I've won it. That's kind of it, to be honest. Not much else to say. So, yeah. that'll, that'll be us for this week. In fact, we've run on quite long because we've went through everybody. But I think we're going to do this to the end of the season now because it's getting interesting. It's getting to the stage where every game matters. So, there's probably more for us to say now than there was the last six or seven weeks. But aye, and Wednesday. Wednesday, our first interview is out in months. I think that's nearly three months since we've had an interview. So it's a, it's a cracker. Um, tune in here. It's powerful. Like Dak said earlier on Instagram, it's powerful. Powerful, powerful episode, mate. Yeah, if, you're, if, you're not, if you don't, if you're not feel, if you don't, if it doesn't hit, hit you at certain times, then you're not, you're not a human being in my point of view. Nah, it's, a, it's powerful. It's a great lesson. Guy that's really brave to talk about how he, how he gets through so much stuff, but there's football chat in there as well. Aaron gave some of his kind of opinions on certain things and that, and it was just I was brilliant talking to him. It's we could have it on for hours to be honest. We did nip it short. We did, we we did, did it. but it's one of the things. It was that. It was that. Much yeah. Serious chat at times. It. I said you can't put a time frame on it. Do you know what I mean? It was. Um, so, no, I look forward to that out on Wednesday and I'm knackered, mate, because yes, I've been running about all weekend with the rain. We will get so, I'm a wee bit more subdued this weekend. I know, mate, I know, but hey, look, you had a great time with the family. Ashfield won in a friendly, Maxi played, didn't he? Old, mate. It's club. Still got that quality, haven't they? No, I mean, you see, I want him to play, mate, at the end of the season, but he's, he's a nightmare, mate. He's... He's saying he's a tin man. He's been messaging me today saying that he can't move and all that. But yeah. once you know where he got where the goal is, mate, you don't need to move. Get that wee buzz. But that's yeah. us for another week. Thanks for listening. And we hope you tune in on Wednesday for a great episode. And have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week. See, see you later, team. Cheers. <laughs>